Welcome to the Who'd Thunk It podcast with Zeb. I am I am your host, Zeb. This is episode 18, and it is about whiskey. But before I begin, here's a disclaimer from a special guest, my little brother Jake. Abide your local laws surrounding alcohol purchase and consumption for the simple fact that it is not worth the legal charges. If nothing else, people use a different name for it. But alcohol is in fact a drug and should be treated with the same level of caution as other drugs. Please drink responsibly and do not drink underage. Thanks, buddy. Now, the word whiskey itself comes from uske betha in Gaelic, or before that, aqua vitae in medieval Latin. That means water of life. Whiskey is a broad term that covers a whole spectrum of beverages. An analogy, whiskey is like the word fruit. Banana is a fruit, but so is a kiwi. They're both fruit, but they're very different. Just like scotch and bourbon are both whiskeys, but very different. The word can be seen spelled W-H-I-S-K-Y. That's the original form that most scotches, Canadian, and Japanese whiskeys still use. And then whiskey, that's W-H-I-S-K-E-Y, which was first used by the Irish to distinguish their product on the market. And U.S. whiskeys carried that spelling over from Ireland. The simple definition of whiskey is a spirit distilled from grain. It is grain alcohol aged. Technically, any grain can be used, but there are the big four, corn, rye, barley, and wheat, or any combination. The different kinds of whiskey, we'll jump right in with one of the best, Scottish whiskey, also known as scotch. Scotch has to be made in Scotland, has to be aged at least three years, and has to be stored in a used oak barrel. Most consider scotch best served neat that's no ice and do not mix it with anything such as a coke or pepsi where you might have an angry scott burst through your window at, in a rage different techno er, terminology is used to define scotch so malt means single grain was used in the recipe grain whiskey means a mix of grains single is not in reference to the amount of grains used it just means the alcohol came from one single distillery and blended means the alcohol came from multiple distilleries uh, recommendation of scotch i have dalwhinnie 15 year i toured the dalwhinnie distillery it's one of my favorite scotches and has comparatively low peat taste it's a single malt 86 proof and it costs 78 dollars next we have lagavulin 16 year distillers cut um, it is a single malt, it's 86 proof, and it cost $140. This was made famous by um, by Ron on Parks and Recreation. That was his favorite scotch. Next kind of whiskey, we have Irish whiskey. Now, it must be distilled using water and caramel coloring and must be distilled in wooden casks for at least three years. It is made with a mash, or a mash of malt. It is usually considered to be smoother than most whiskeys. Ireland... Ireland's method is very traditional in that they use a single pot still for the alcohol. Even more unique traditional Irish whiskey uses unmalted barley. Malting barley is the process of tricking the barley to sprout in water and then halting the germination process by drying it once it begins to sprout. Malting barley typically just brings out more flavor, uh, but un unmalted means that they just took the barley straight from the plant and then added it into their recipe. This method came about because the English tried to tax the Irish whiskey very heavily, but they only taxed malted barley. So the Irish used unmalted to get around the insanely high taxes. Recommendation for Irish whiskey would be Tullamore Dew Original, and it's 80 proof, costs $36. And an honorary mention, uh, you can't go wrong with Jameson. It's $29 and it's in every bar.
Next, we have up bourbon. In order for a whiskey to be considered bourbon, the mash bill has to be majority corn. So that's at least 51% corn. Now, also, it can't be called bourbon unless it's made in the U.S. of A. The U.S. has some of the strictest laws when it comes to whiskey making. And people from the state of Kentucky will argue that only whiskey made in Kentucky is bourbon. But the law states it's anywhere in the country. Also, by law, in order for it to be bourbon, it must be aged in new charred oak barrels and must be at least 80 proof. That's 40% alcohol. Recommendation, I love Buffalo Trace. It is a good, it is so good the company has been experiencing shortages of bourbon because it is so difficult to meet the high demand. It's 90 proof and costs 24 bucks. Now, next, moving on to Japanese whiskey. Now, Japanese whiskey is perhaps the, perhaps the newest kid on the block, but what they lack in experience, they make up for in standards. Japanese whiskey tries to emulate scotch as closely as possible, and it comes very close. Recommendation, the only Japanese whiskey I've ever had is Suntory Whiskey Toki. So that's T-O-K-I. And it's 86 proof. It costs 40 bucks. It comes in a pretty cool, like, square bottle. Um, next... We have Canadian whiskey. Now, like scotch, Canadian whiskey must be barrel-aged for at least three years. It's lighter and smoother than other types of whiskey because it contains a high percentage of corn. You will find that most Canadian whiskeys are made from corn and rye, but other others may feature wheat or barley. Recommendation, Crown Royal. Can't go wrong with Crown. It's 80 proof. It costs 24 bucks. Honorary mention, Black Velvet, because for your standard 750 milliliter bottle, Black Velvet cost only $10, but it doesn't taste horrible. It was my go-to in college. Next up, we have Sweet Tennessee Whiskey. Now, while Tennessee Whiskey is technically classified as bourbon, some distillers in the state aren't too keen on that. Instead, they use Tennessee Whiskey to define their style. All current Tennessee Whiskey producers are required by state law to produce their whiskeys in Tennessee and to use a filtering step known as the Lincoln County process prior to aging the whiskey. Recommendation, Jack Daniels Gentleman Jack. This is not the regular Jack Daniels. Gentleman Jack is like a a nicer cut. It's uh, 80 proof and costs 30 bucks. Next up, we have rye whiskey. Now, like, like bourbon, in order for whiskey to be considered rye whiskey, the mash bill has to be majority rye, so at least 51% rye. Rye whiskey is made in America, while other ingredients include corn and barley. It follows a distilling process of bourbon. And rye that has been aged for two or more years, had not been blended, is dubbed straight rye whiskey. Rye tends to have a spicier flavor than sweeter. It's smoother than it's a smoother bourbon. Recommendation, Knob Creek. That's K-N-O-B. It's 100 proof, so it's 50% alcohol, and it costs $37. Uh, Another kind of whiskey it's important to note on, blended whiskey. Like I said, blended whiskey is exactly what the name highlights. It's a mixture of different types of whiskey, as well as colorings, flavorings, and even other grains. These types of whiskeys are ideal for cocktails, as the process allows for the flavor to come through, but keeps the spirit at a lower price point. Recommendation Johnny Walker Black. I just bought a bunch of it. It's 80 proof, and it costs 30 bucks. Now, single malt whiskeys... um, Malt whiskey means it is a barley except for the USA. We, for some reason, do not require malt whiskeys to have exclusively barley. Single malt whiskey needs to be made from one batch of scotch at a single distillery. Additionally, it must be aged for three years in oak barrels. 
before being bottled. The term single malt comes from the ingredients as the main ingredient is malted barley. Recommendation, Glenlivet 12 year. It's 80 proof, costs 48 bucks. Like I said before, whiskey just means it is a grain alcohol that is aged. What sets all these different kinds of whiskeys apart all depends on how you age it, how long you age it, and what kind of grain. When grains are fermented and distilled, they create a clear alcohol. Here in the USA, we call this clear pure alcohol moonshine, but no one else calls it moonshine. Little side note about moonshine, for my 25th birthday, my girlfriend got tickets to tour a local distillery with her, shout out to Shannon, and I actually tasted this clear pure alcohol. Let me tell you, they do not call it white lightning for nothing. It tasted like fire. And I couldn't inhale for a few seconds after tasting it, but I still really enjoyed it for some reason. It was pleasurable. After just four sips of the stuff, I had a decent buzz going. That's how strong it is. I won't name the distillery. I'm not entirely sure it's legal that they let me try it, but feel free to leave a voice message if you're interested. And back to how whiskey is made. It is only when this clear alcohol is aged or wood is added that whiskey gets its color. Whiskey law, each country has different regulations on how to make whiskey. You can't call it scotch if it isn't made in Scotland. Some countries allow fake coloring to be added. Scotland actually allows caramel coloring to be added to their whiskeys. There are mash bills, like I said, which regulate the proportion of grain, like how bourbon has to be 51% corn, rye 50% rye. And law also impacts how new whiskey businesses are created. Because there is usually a minimum amount of years a whiskey can be aged in a country, it is a common practice for businesses to outsource their whiskey production to other distilleries. It sounds odd, but think about it. You're a new distillery owner, and you try to have a grand opening, but you tell all the customers there, thanks for coming out, guys, uh, but it'll be a four-year wait, minimum wait period until you can try the first product. It just won't work out. To avoid this, an up-and-coming distillery will ask another distillery to use their specified ingredients and procedures to get the product they want in advance. This causes some divide in the whiskey connoisseur community. Some believe that outsourcing the whiskey takes away from the creative and heart of creativity and heart of whiskey making, but others believe criticizing outsourcing is like refusing to eat a steak unless the steakhouse raised and butchered the cow themselves. So, that's all I have on whiskey for now, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Check back in next week. I'm going to go enjoy a glass of whiskey while my underage brother just watches me. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Who'd Have Thunk It podcast with Zeb episode 18. And uh, like I said, check in next week.